Actually, it's not that bad. The, uh, the second headphones keep the first ones from falling out. Even though, oh, I have, well, there you go. even though I have big ears, I don't have big ear holes. Well, apparently my ears are weird because my coach was like, hey, man, you got cauliflower ear. And I was like, I do? And he's like, oh, never mind. That's <laughs> just, just your ear. <laughs> never mind, you're just fucked up looking. <laughs> yeah, never mind, you're just quasi-mother-ass motherfucker. Goddamn, it's like these little fucking tiny gnats all over the goddamn place. Gnats? Yeah, you know what gnats are, right? Maybe yeah. they're maybe they're fruit flies. I don't know, but is that the I same don't know thing? The difference between fruit flies and gnats. You know, little tiny bugs that are like, "Ooh, you got orange juice." We should we should be recording this because if oh, only we wait, were recording. We are recording this, right? On. Oh yes, because you know, we are recording. We have a podcast. That's the move. That is the move. That's what the. That's what the cool kids do. Yeah. Well, hey, everybody. Uh, fuck, hold on. <laughs> Appar- apparently, the headphones on top of the headphones do not help keep the ear-, the ear things in place. They help them from, like, not falling to the ground, but... Hey, everybody. Oh, hey, everybody. Uh, what happened to Screen Playgrounds What If? Uh, oh, I know. We were uh, re- taking a week off to give all of our new listeners a chance to catch up. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to overwhelm people. Yeah. I was reading in my my How to Become a Podcast Sensation, and they said, yeah, not too much. Yeah. That was a whole chapter. Not too much. That's what Mark Marin told me. He said, uh, you know, once you get to be... Mark Marin level, then podcast as much as you want. But until then, take it easy, bro. Yeah, pump the brakes a little bit. That's what Joe Rogan told me. Yep. Not not too much, guys. Just take it easy, okay? And then Dax Shepard said the same thing. Wait, Dax Shepard has a podcast? Oh, yeah. I mean, not that... I mean, like, I'm sure it's my a aunt popular has a podcast, one. so... Does he really? Yeah. It's called, I okay. think... It's called the Armchair Expert. Oh. So since we shouted you out, Dax, maybe you'll shout us out. Screen yeah, I think that's playground. Right. What if? Shout what it out. What if? So what is our what if for this What If Wednesday? Well, you have to pick a number between one and seven billion. Hmm. Can we pare that down a little bit? Yeah, let's go uh, 12. Okay, between 1 and 12, I will do 3. 3, 3, 3, 3. Let's see. All right, 3. Are you ready? Yes. Henry. It's good already, right? Oh, yeah. Henry finds a wallet. He decides to do the right thing and return it. The owner is a wealthy man and extremely grateful. He says he wants to repay the kindness. The rich guy begins helping the Good Samaritan and making his life great. They become close. However, 
Soon, Henry suspects something sinister in the rich man's motives, and the wallet was bait from the start to lure him Mm. into a twisted game. The rich man is playing with his life. Mm. So Dennis Feinstein (laughs) is fishing. (laughs) Yes. Shouts shouts to Jason Manzukis for being incredible and having a great podcast. He has a podcast too. Well, he's part of uh, how does how did this get made? Which is an incredible, which is like a legendary podcast. There's, everybody has a podcast. Everyone has a podcast. My mom, except for us, does not have a podcast. So See, I don't. That's what you I think. don't speak She's, to her anymore. She, you think that, but she's she's doing a talk with one of her friends, and her friends has the podcast. She doesn't even know she's on the podcast. Uh, there's always something. Guaranteed. But back to the back to the lecture at hand. Yeah, Henry. Um, Henry returns a wallet to a wealthy man, who then you know rewards him by helping him change his life. And then, uh, as as we as we dive further down the rabbit hole. We find that this was the in, the intention of the rich guy all along to lure uh, Henry into some sort of sick and twisted game. Yes, because we all know that extremely wealthy people are ju- are very bored, so they just fuck with people's <laughs> lives yeah. for for a hobby. Yeah, they start to yeah they start to hunt humans for fun. Yeah, or. Yeah, the or, or they set you loose in the woods and 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 do like a fox hunt. <laughs> yeah, hence hence the Dennis Feinstein reference. He was a big he's a big fan of human hunting. There you go. <laughs> um, let's give this rich guy a name. That's something we we always forget to do. We should do it right away. What's his name? Is he Dennis? <laughs> no. Uh, Is his uh, name Raleigh? Uh, no, that's too on the nose. Uh, <laughs> Raleigh's very on the nose, folks. <laughs> we don't want to be so obvious. Greg. Greg, rich guy. So Hen- it's the story of Henry and Greg. Okay, so in the uh, in the ordinary world, we know right away that Henry's kind of down on his luck. Well... He's a regular schlub, I think. He's not, you know... Okay, He's a just schlub. a regular dude trying to make his way in the world, as we all are. And he's a good guy. So when he finds a wallet, he's like, man, I could use some cash, but, uh, you know, my mama raised me right. I'm gonna but do we want to plant a little bit of a seed there? Do we want some sort of evidence right there in the beginning that helps us understand a need that Henry might have that this... this chance encounter will eventually fulfill maybe it maybe it is maybe there's just an element he doesn't have to be down on his luck or anything like that right but there might be an element of of oh when we meet henry he could really use this and uh and maybe that's something that greg plays against him so what what could we he's establish? walking along uh, the he's walking along the sidewalk as people do and yes. uh because if you walk in the street it's dangerous and he's on the phone, and he's, you know, saying, hey, uh, yes, Mr. Bill Collector, I, I'm, I'm working on it. What? 
What's that on the uh, ground? Two, two on the how nose. How convenient. It's too, yeah, it's like, it's like the Raleigh of, of plot points. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm highlighting it for uh, comedic purposes, but, uh, he's not a, he's not a, a wealthy man himself by any stretch and that the money in the wallet could certainly uh, help him out. Can I get twisted here for a second? Yes, please um, do. What if, what if, um. What if Henry is a struggling actor? People don't know this about most actors. The average actor makes $1,000 a year being paid as an actor. They're, they're usually doing something else. The, the long-running joke is they're a waiter, waitress, et cetera, et cetera. Is that they don't a- make a lot of money. Is that after they pay for headshots and acting classes? Exactly. They're usually at net zero or under every year. Yeah, um, don't be so an artist, kids. It's, it's a shitty life. <laughs> um. So what if he's uh you know we can ver- we can show that he's just coming out of an audition and it's another you know like it's something very beneath him you know a commercial for soap or something like that um and and he's got bills right from acting school acting school's not cheap uh he doesn't get the part and he's about to go to his his normal job or whatever that might be maybe he's a waiter maybe he's a mechanic I don't know you know he can do a wait, lot wait, of wait, things wait, 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 that are on. just do we need to establish his his regular job? At least not right up no, front. No. Here's here's what I'm envisioning based on what you said, right? Henry's there in the audition, the the casting agent and whoever else is there watching him do his scene. And um they're like, you know, you're very talented. We're gonna let we'll keep you in mind, but word of advice. This headshot is terrible. Like, you really need a better, you know, what, did you take this Uh, 10 years ago or something? And he's like, yeah, you know, times are tough. Actor's life. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, that's a good, a little, that's a good, simple little establisher. Like, just, it's just showing he's, he's a little behind on everything, but he's got the talent. He can do it, but he, but like many actors, as talented as he is, it's not happening for him. Um, so that's good. And, and we don't need to show his job right away. He could just be on his way to it or whatever. Right. You know, Cause maybe, be, maybe eventually, uh, Greg will get him fired from that job. Yeah, perhaps. So that's the only reason I would say to show the job at some point when, jo- when Greg starts fucking with him. And the reason I, uh, I wanted to go this route is because what if what, what Greg ultimately offers is to make him a movie star? He goes, well, you know what every actor needs is a kick-ass reel. So why don't we, you know, make a film and you can star in it and I'll, you know, I'll pay for everything. I'll bring in a director. I'll bring in a cinematographer. I got all the money. I I can just do all that for you. Like there's something weird and twisted and odd about this idea that a rich guy is just going to all of a sudden fund his dream. You know, I'm sure he has like a... Uh, I'm sure Henry has some sort of script or something that he always that he's written about, you know, that he knows he's perfect to play and et cetera, et cetera. And so this idea of like a rich man kind of creating a little world for him, this little biosphere for for Henry to exist in. There's something in there that I think is there has potential for like this weird, creepy unwholesomeness. Right. Um, that, that will eventually go down a dark path. We need to make it believable. So. At first, it's it's something very simple, like um, it could be a short film, right? Or not not, not even that. Like maybe he goes uh, when he returns a wallet, he's like, 
you know, Greg says, hey, man, you know, not a lot of people are, would do that. It, it's good. And he's like, well, you know, I got to tell you, <laughs> I was kind of tempted. Uh, just came from an audition of a headshot. So they were telling me, how, you know, and I could have used the money. But, you know, hey, man, I got to do the right thing. Right. And then, you know, because if I don't, you know, the golden rule and all that. And he's like, you need headshots, man. I'm friends with Annie Leibovitz, or you know, like, <laughs> right, exactly, whatever. I mean, obviously, oh. I'm, I'm exaggerating, but he's just like, let me help no, no. you out, right? So he helps him out in a very yeah. rational, reasonable way. And through that, it's not just like, oh, let me help you, let me help you. They sort of become friends. That's the catalyst, in other words. Like he goes, oh, so you need headshots? What is that? Like seven hundred bucks, thousand bucks? I'll pay for it. Don't worry about it. Right. At least I can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's how, that's the initiation portion of it. I like that. And then and then so this way we're sort of we're not jumping right to oh let me let me no. uh, let me get you a role in in a new oh, uh, no, Steven no. Spielberg movie uh, or let me uh, fund no, your film yeah. like we're we're that's a good in though the uh, the headshot thing is a great in so he finds this wallet returns it to Greg meets Greg stand by for moving microphone. <clears throat> I just covered your noise with another annoying noise. Genius. That's that's one of the lessons of professional podcasting, folks. That's right. So he returns it to Greg. Greg learns of his plight. And, you know, hey, obviously Greg is a, a multimillionaire, so it's not that absurd that he Very would be wealthy. like, let me just help you out. It's, it's nothing to me. In fact, you could have kept the wallet, but the fact that you didn't, Shows you're a good guy. There's not a lot of those left. You deserve to be compensated for your kindness. Yeah, and all that is innocent enough. Like, every little bit of that is believable. It makes sense. It makes sense, all the choices that are being made, right? Like, we, we underst- we're establishing that Henry's a good guy. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, he could, he could totally use the money, but the fact of the matter is, is that he's, he's, uh, he's honorable, right? So the, and, and then Greg notices that and and it makes sense that greg would go you know what man i didn't even need the wallet back truth be told i would have been fine but i'm just seeing you i love that line that there's not a lot of good guys out there left like let me just help you out so it's innocent you get into it very innocently he can even say like ah man you don't have to do that and then maybe maybe greg says something like look not only did you intend to return the wallet but you came to my mansion and looked at this house where most people, even if they had the intention to, like, return a wallet because they don't know someone's situation, you look at this house and you got to know I don't need it and you still do the right thing. I mean, that's a good guy right there. Yeah, you, yeah, it's all these little bits of evidence, you know what I mean? Just, just, just pointing to who exactly Henry is and why exactly Greg would help him. Like, it all, it all, it's all lining up. There's, right. nothing, there's nothing weird about this at all. Okay. Now, I so, think uh, I think an important thing, and I just want to you know get it out of the way while it's still fresh in my head, is like we can't let on that this is Greg's sick, twisted game. In the course of uh, Greg helping Henry out, he um, Henry sort of becomes dependent on him. You know what I mean? Like maybe he uh, like elaborate. gives him, lets him stay in the guest house. Maybe he like helps him with a job or whatever things that that greg can uh that really make henry's life great but greg can pull away from him at any point right there becomes like a uh 
like Greg starts to kind of prop him up, but but Greg is very capable at any point of taking away all these wonderful things. There's a there's a power dynamic all of a sudden. Yeah, and he's sort of getting off on that where he's like and maybe it starts innocently enough where like, you know, Henry's living this awesome dope life in the mansion and and like Greg's you know, helping him in any way he can, making him live a, a Vinny Chase entourage life. You know, maybe he it's something simple like where he just freaks out about, like, not freaks out, but kind of like says, hey, man, if you're going to use my pool, could you please not leave the towel just lying there? You know, I've done a lot for you. Right. And it, it, it's like, it's not over the He's top. starting to hold it over him a little bit. But he, exactly, where it's like. Yes. Like tension starts to build. Right. And it's he doesn't take it too far, but at the same time, it's kind of like, wow, that's weird that, like, me leaving the towel on the back of the pool chair is, like, you know, annoyed him that much. Right. But, but, but at the same time, he's just like, oh, glimpse. Right. Oh, well, you know, maybe he's just having a bad day. I, no, I like this because it's, it's very, like, subtle, built, subtle world building. I think it can all come to a head with, like, this really intense little, like, one-on-one conversation. Because clearly, like, things are starting to get a little bit too much, and maybe maybe Henry wants to pull back, which would make sense, right? So Henry's like, okay, this is getting kind of weird, so maybe I should start to figure something out. And then Greg can sit him down and goes, listen, man, what do you really want here? What do you really – what's really going on in that head of yours? And Henry's like, I don't, I don't know what you mean. And he's like, what do you want? Why are you here? Why are you in Los Angeles, right? You know, you're – you're in the city of big dreams. What what exactly are you getting at? And Henry goes, I, I want to be an actor. I know I'm good at it, and I want to do that. And then so, you know, in this moment, Greg offers up that idea like, okay, well, then what do you need? What do you, what, what, is, what is it that, that, that gets Henry to be Henry? Let's do a short film, right? Let's show off your chops. Let's, let's, right. let's just do it. Let's and maybe, just do it. And maybe this is like right after... I'm thinking the way, you know, what I just de- described is sort of an m- abusive relationship 101, right? Yes. So maybe he uh, blows up on at Henry for some reason, uh, uh, you know, not really valid or not really, you know, a uh, reasonable f- for what he's mad at. And that's when Henry's like, look, uh, you know, man, I re- maybe he says something like, I should just get out of your hair. You've been so kind already. Obviously, I'm being a burden. Of course, the abusive relationship thing, the abuser always is like, but baby, I love you. I'm so sorry. I just yes. get, yeah. you know, so that's what he does is kind of like, you know, man, I'm having a bad day and I'm stressed about this, that and the other thing. And I'm, I was totally wrong to do that. I don't want you to go. I want to, you know, I enjoy having you here. It's not a burden at all. In fact, let me make it up to you, right? And that's where maybe he he goes yep. above and beyond where he's like, "What? let's just, you know, let's just go with a short film thing, right? So I love this. No, I love this is this is interesting. It's intriguing. And I love that uh, I can already kind of see that Greg like can have this turn about him. Like he can go from being kind of sinister to be like pumped. And he's like, yeah, no, this is this is fantastic. Like, I know plenty of people. I can get a great cinematographer. I know this director over at AFI. Da 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 da. Like, all of a sudden, he's just excited. and He wants in. He wants to do it. Like, mm-hmm. let's just do it. Let's get into it. And so that's kind of like now we're getting from the want what Henry wanted originally, which was to be an artist, and he gets this chance to do it. Um, maybe he's I, and I do think uh, just for the sake of like uh, streamlining it that 
that Henry does have a script that he wrote for a character he thinks he can nail. So that that just makes things easy. Right. And maybe that's even uh, something that when, when, you know, at some point when uh, Greg has a conversation with him and he goes like, well, you know, what's your plan? It looks like he wants to help him. And, you know, he says, well, you know, I have this, I wrote this, this scene that I know is right. great for me and all of that. And it's like, well, that's good, man. See, you, you have a, so what's stopping you from doing it? And he's like, well, <laughs> if I'm going to do it right and it's going to stand out, it's going to cost a lot of money. No, absolutely. Um, and so, so then I feel like, you know, that's, that's a, now we're in the adapting phase, right? So, so we've kind of, the unfamiliar was, was Greg coming in and, and, and kind of changing up uh, Henry's world. And now the adapting is like, once things started to get dicey, uh, Hen- Greg pulls a little, a little trick on us and says, look, I'll just make all your dreams come true and I can do it very easily. So let's just do it. So now Henry has to adapt to that. So now he's in he's in a situation where he's a writer, star, and producer for this little short film that's that's up and running now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so so he's kind of adjusting to that. And and of course you know Greg is the executive producer and he's on set and he's he's sort of um, Hitchcockian or little right. Go let ahead. me let me just uh, interrupt for a second. Maybe to even uh, make it more believable. Instead of him saying like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Here's a whole bunch of money to make your short," you know, he says, "Well, maybe I can help you, right?" And instead of just saying yes off the bat, which he's gonna do because <laughs> it's part of his master plan, mm-hmm. Henry's sort of like, "No, I couldn't ask that of you." And he's like, "Listen, I'm not just gonna throw money at you. I want to make sure this is this script is good. I'm gonna run it by some people. But hey, if they think this is a good investment," You know what I mean? So it's like, right? It looks like he's investing in him and not just helping him randomly. It's like you know, he's pl- he's he's dangling it and not just throwing the treat at him yet. He's kind of trying to get him to salivate a bit by saying, "Well, I got a I got a buddy who's a great writer. I got a buddy. Let me run the script past people, see what they think, and we'll talk." And then he's right. like, "Oh, my buddy Dave loved it. He said he right. said it was brilliant." And you know my other guy, my other guy, the producer I know, and the and the and the director, they all think it's really good too. So let's do it. So right. he's, he, it's not just like oh, it's just me. It's like all these people think you're really talented, and I want to be behind that, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Greg invests in it. Yeah. So all of that sort of eases any fear or or weirdness that Henry might have at this guy just throwing money at him. Yeah, we're keeping with the theme of everything at this point seems logical. There just seems to be something off about Greg, but otherwise, we're we're going through standard procedure here. Right. Where does the um, the twist or the um, the point of no return happen? Where and and how? So I've been kind of burning that in in the back of my brain. So I think once this gets all up and running, the get is. For the both of them, whether we, whether we know what Greg's intention is or not, the get is the film. We start filming, right? We start to get Ooh, into the filming process. Idea, but I want to hear yours first. Okay. Okay. So, um, so during this process, um, things seem to be going fine at first, 
But because Greg is there and Greg has really kind of nurtured this whole thing and, and, and brought it all the way through to this process, he's, he's showing that control freak side. He's showing that, uh, that abusive relationship kind of hovering over everything that Henry's doing and, and, and kind of maybe stepping on the director's toes a little bit. And the director at one point starts to get very pissed off with Greg. So Greg, wielding all the power fires the director and decides that he's going to become the director. Hmm. Now, we're already deep into it. Maybe we're like five days into shooting at this point. Like, you know, we're kind of at a point of no return where... Is this Greg fucking with Henry? That's a great question. That's what the audience wants to know, right? What's going on here? I think I think at the end of the day, Greg has complete control over everything. Whether whether of course the audience or or uh, or anyone in the in the in the movie even knows, but he he knows everything that's going on. Right. Here's what I was thinking. I don't know if this um, lines up with your idea, but I think maybe there's some struggle. Maybe there's some weirdness. Maybe there's uh, you know Greg gives Henry some moments of fear of like is this actually gonna happen and what is this guy gonna screw it all up and like we're so close but i was thinking perhaps the the end game is like the film gets done it's amazing everyone loves it it came out incredibly and what if then greg yanks a rug out from him and says like you know, and it's not out of nowhere, but like maybe something again, something where he gets mad at him for something mm-hmm. that doesn't seem appropriate. And he goes, you know what, man? I'm going to bury this film. Like, I, right. I own it now. And it's never going to yeah. see the light. Well, he of does day. own it. I own the script. I own the film. I paid for it all. You sign those contracts. Guess what? I'm going to fucking bury it. Okay. You don't own I think that. It totally you coincides. can't do that script again. You can't do the script. I own the script. This film that you think is great and could have changed your life, I'm going to keep it in my basement or whatever. Right. And then that's like sort of the big moment where he's like, this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. What do you think? I, I think that works fine. And I think it actually works with what I was saying too, especially once he fires the director. Like he really is taking full control of this thing. You know, what we don't necessarily need to get into here on this podcast is is the the atmosphere on the film gets more and more dreadful. The sense of dread just goes, you know, day by day, scene by scene. Right. Things are things are feeling worse on set. And and once he takes over the director's chair, like he's kind of becoming an animal about it. Like, you know, like he'll he'll berate you know, people right on set in front of everybody. Um, he'll he'll make make everybody do a hundred takes of something until it's just right. And he's pulling Henry into each of those moments and really making Henry like, you know, Henry is now beaten into this in, into submission. You know, he's so we're not going to necessarily get into all of that here, but but just for the audience's edification, yes, the, I think I think the short film itself really shows the rise to this moment, and then you know. They, he goes into the editing room, locks the door, right? Like, doesn't let Henry in there. He's in there with an editor for days, screaming, shouting, whatever. And when he shows it to to Henry, it's incredible. And Henry's, like, moved move to tears about how good this thing is. Yeah, that's the whole thing that, that, that Greg's, you know, intentionally doing is, like, yeah. beating the dog and then, like, giving him yes. a treat. You know, it's, yep. it's a, it's, and it's the same thing, the same pattern over and over. The stakes just keep getting higher with it. Right. 
in this moment, it's almost like he emotionally beat Henry to the point that he built him all the way up to this 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 crescendo, which is now look at what I've done for you. You're a star, and it's right there. It's right there. I made that film. I did it. You're a star. This gets out. Everyone's going to want to work with you. It's going to be huge. And Henry can see it. He's like, yeah, no, it's fucking amazing. Like, like right. all that hell that we just went through is totally worth it. Oh, my God. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, I ever gave you shit. You're right. This is great. And then, you know, Henry will have to say something that triggers Greg right then and there in that moment. Or even not necessarily. Like, he, you know, Greg can just pick apart one word that he said and goes, what's that? Oh, 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 I see. What, what are you going to leave me in the dust? You know, you're going to be a star and you're going to forget about me, huh? Okay. How about this? And then he pulls away the film, which is a great, like, twist. Yeah. By that point, Greg has made him, like, he's quit his job because he's doing this. Oh, yeah. He's all time. in. So all now, in. yeah, he's all in. And once Greg has him all wrapped up to this dream of his and he makes it a reality and now he, he has everything in his hands and he can just be like, nope, keep away. <laughs> childhood bully game of keep away exactly like you're gonna go back to being a waiter because i can do that to you right so this is sort of the this is the big like gut punch of the of the movie is him just going like i did all this to take it all away from you so you know it's not exactly human hunting it's not as sexy at this point you're kind of like well this guy's just unhinged right but yes it's all an act it's all like him just being sadistic yeah, I did all this to to and and so he's so I think from this point you have to reset Henry all the way back to one, right? Like you got to put him all the way back in the bottom, like from that moment. So that moment happens, and we don't get any sort of um, uh, relief from it. The next moment is Henry back at being a waiter or being a you know he's not an actor. That's right. clear. Now, do we reveal the twist by like? Does Henry ever find out or, or does he f- and then confront him or is it maybe like he's back at his job as a waiter and all of a sudden he sees Greg walk by and drop his like intentionally throw his wallet down and he's like, oh, fuck. Something to that effect. It can't be that exactly. Right. Uh, but, I mean, you, you want it to be believable. Yeah. That, or if you wanted to do it exactly that way. You have him make eye contact with Greg and, like, drop his wallet on the ground and be like, that's right, bitch. So it's not just some, like, oh, that's a hell of a coincidence. What if it's something where we have to, we have to engage Henry into action? We have, we have to compel him to do something. What if he's at, uh, you know, maybe he's at an acting study and uh, and he's over, you know, he's hanging out, you know, kind of like in Barry. They all hang out afterwards and they talk shit about what they're up to. Right. Um, and maybe one actress there goes, oh, my God, you guys will not believe this. I just met this guy, Greg. He's going to fund my little film. Like, he's going to do everything. I can't believe it. Like, he's the nicest guy. He's going to help me out. And, like, I'm going to get it. And you're all going to be in it. And it's going to be amazing. And da, da, da. So that way, like, there's something where he's like, wait a minute, what? I've, I've been down that road. Is Henry just, like, in shock? And then someone else is like, how'd you meet this guy? And he's like, oh, I returned the wallet. Something like that, yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, for, for now, as far as I'm concerned, we can do the wallet bit one more time over, and it's fine. 
But uh, but yeah, just so he compels him back into it. Like maybe he's not even acting anymore, but he still hangs out with those old a- actor friends of his. Right. You know, so that way he gets that. So he's sitting there with them having a beer, you know, drowning his sorrows. And, and he hears this and he's like, oh, my God, I have to do something. So, so does he do a, it on the sly? A confrontation? Or does or, he? Yeah, yeah. Yes. So there's a confrontation. Does he does he do it on the sly? Like, does he infiltrate Greg? Because maybe you don't come at Greg straight ahead. You know, he's a pretty powerful guy. Right. Or does, so, or does, so So that's interesting. I was thinking that, you know, when you find out Greg planned it all along, maybe that's a twist at the end. But it could also be the midpoint where he realizes and then has to get his, uh, you know, his justice. Yeah, it's like the final, it, I wouldn't even call it the final act of the movie so, so much as the final sequence right. of the movie where it's like, Oh, this is going to happen again. I have to stop it. So it's it can be, you know, like I think this is more of those kind of like it's an indie boiled down thing. It's not some, you know, sweeping thriller drama. Like it's just like, oh, in this last moment, I have to make things work. I have to make things right. Yeah. This is pretty so good. So how does he <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not bad. <laughs> Honestly, like I'm kind of more pumped on this than the than the ghost one we did. Although this one doesn't have Ron Funches, or does it? Yeah, I mean, yet. It doesn't have Ron Funches yet. So does he, so how does he, how does he infiltrate this situation? Does, does he let it get to the point where they're on set, or does he try to get, does he try to get ahead of that so that way she doesn't turn into him, uh, Henry, which was, he was, he was beaten down and submissive and almost like, uh, glamored or, or, or gaslit into believing Greg was his guy. Right. Well, I mean, it's kind of boring if he just confronts him and goes, I know what you were doing. Like, he's, yeah, he's got yeah, to sort is, of get, boring. you know, he's got to, like, uh, set him up and kind of fuck up right. his, his plans and, you know, you know, do it in a clever way. Yeah, so I think you would have to connect it to that girl somehow. So she, she could be like, well, yeah, he and I are going to go over the script or something. Or, or I mean, I kind of like the, the headshot callback would be cool, but if, I feel like we'd already be past that point if she's already getting ready for the, uh, the getting ready to do a short film with him. Yeah, like, what, what's that thing? What's that? Where do we get him? Yeah, that's, that's a tough thing. But uh, he needs to, like, you know, have Greg realize, you tricked me. You got me. You won. What if we back up a little bit to when things on set, the, the shit that's going on on set, what if um, what if Henry has like a piece of footage from set that no one was supposed to see? Kind of like, I don't even remember when that famous footage of David O. Russell going ape shit. Right, yeah. Like it was, it was a moment like that where he like cleared everybody out and he was berating, um, what's her name? She's fantastic. Uh, anyway. Like it's one of those moments, and what if what if that moment was caught on camera somehow? Like what if what if a, a, the sympathetic cinematographer just left the camera rolling, and then and all he has to do is take that footage and pocket it. But then, so what? <laughs> I mean, David O. Russell survived that. No, but what it what it does is it stops the cycle in this situation. Yeah, but he needs to take him down, not just prevent him from doing it this time. Can Henry really take him down? He's got to. Either that, or what we, if? Okay, either that, okay. or it goes the other Let, way, where he just let's keep playing. He just realizes thing. that, you know, at the end, that oh, this is all planned from the beginning, and he's going to do it again. Let's play with this. Let's keep playing with this further. So, what if it's not? Uh, I mean, it could be that that could be one piece of evidence, but yeah, maybe it's not sexy enough. Uh, what if we do something to the effect of like, what can get a guy canceled is racism or sexual assault, right? That I mean, that he'll be done for sure. 
I mean, you could even do the one-two punch. I hate to like like exploit <laughs> those things. No, wait. But what if if that that yeah that and it's also not very clever. <laughs> it's a little heavy-handed. Yeah. What if he uses this this woman in the acting class, and she, you know, Greg doesn't know that Henry and her know each other. So when he starts getting her to sign contracts and stuff, and and like playing that game. He's sort of like coaching her and make, you know, having him sign different contracts that like turn over everything to him, like his movie and whatever, all back, all the rights back or whatever, you know, and he thinks he's like getting her to sign away her life. But meanwhile, she's the inside uh, woman for him. You see where I'm going? So, so they do a switcheroo on the contracts? Right. Is that what you're saying? And then so at the end, she's, he's like, you know, Greg's like telling uh patricia i own this film i own you blah 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 and then you know obviously then uh henry can just walk in and be like actually if you look at what you signed we own you you know that's not terribly sexy either (laughs) if i'm honest um yeah but it's it's at least it's at least clever and and it doesn't have to necessarily be contracts or whatever but a way that when he finds out that this that Greg is playing this friend of his, this actress, who I guess is Patricia, instead of like, you know, uh, just telling her, you know, don't do this, he tells her the story and gets her to work on the inside like an informant. What if what if he does use her in, in, in as his inside woman in a respect to to get things because uh, uh, okay, an image I had in my head was instead like let's say the girl we'll call her uh, what did we call her Patricia. Patricia. Yeah. What if what if Patricia's film makes it all the way to like a film festival? Like what if we get it that far and then they can switcheroo their film for that footage of Greg being a total dipshit of of like of like like unleashing his like truest form. In front of many people, and in front of an undeniable amount of people that can see him and go, wow, Greg's a major asshole. Because remember, at this point now, Greg is a director. Yeah. What if... There's a lot more on the line for him now. What if he, instead, he gets, um, he confronts Greg and secretly records him and gets him to confess to his whole thing, and then plays that. And then it plays at the festival, and it plays at the festival. Right. Yes. No, that's good. That's good, because what he would do... Is in, he would get this, you know, he would get word from uh, Patricia about what's happening. He goes to Greg, he goes, I know what you're doing. You're trying to do to her what you did to me, and I don't want you to do it. And, 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 uh, and you know, Greg can, can confess, like, all his shit, all his dirty laundry gets aired in this, in this moment. That's the thing, too. It's not even a confession. It's, it's him just gloating at what a fucking yeah. mastermind yes. he is. And then yes. this way, yeah. his... You know, he's like a lot of, uh, I mean, it's kind of cliche, but it also makes sense that someone that egotistical would, you know, their their oh, narcissism yes. would be their undoing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, so let, let's, let's, let's write this down. Let me write this down. So, so uh, Henry confronts Greg. Greg goes on a maniacal diatribe, sort of a, uh, what, what we call the megalomaniac type thing. Yeah. And shows his true colors. The only... Uh, potential snag in that scenario is what would be a believable way that Greg wouldn't think he would tell Patricia because we have to kind of feel like Patricia's like you know on board 
So when she shows well, the that, film, like she's like, "Oh yeah, so Greg, you know, my my buddy who did this, and it's all up to him, you know, and like he yeah. really mentored me, and you know, I like, wouldn't be here without him." And so really, this film is about him, you know, something like that. Right, right. No, that's great. That's fantastic. But why wouldn't why would he believe that Henry's not going to tell Patricia? Like he has to, maybe he has to threaten him or something and say, if you tell her or, what I'm doing, or, I will blah, or blah, blah, blah. how about this? No. How about instead during that moment when they're confronting each other, right after Henry's gotten all that he needs, right? Uh, you know, the, the, the disgruntled cinematographer is shooting from far away on a thousand foot zoom, et cetera, et cetera, right? They've gotten everything they need, you know, cut and then enter uh, Patricia who starts to berate Henry. And goes, how dare you? Da, 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 da. How dare you get in the way of my career? And she's putting on the performance of a fucking lifetime. Nice. And she, so they are using their acting acumen to trick Greg in this moment. So Greg thinks he's good to go. Right. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? That was even, Ooh, that's, that's, good. that's even a little better than what I was thinking, which is like that Greg has to explain to her, like, oh, yeah, you know what happened with him? He was nuts. And yeah. I tried no, to do this no. and he didn't appreciate it, unlike you. It's yeah, it's better if she kind of takes the lead. Yeah, I like that. Right. And and we and and as far as we know, even as the audience knows in that moment, like, oh, wow, Henry did fuck up and like, and like all is lost because, you know, right. Patricia doesn't Patricia's clearly Patricia on doesn't Greg's believe side. him and thinks that this is all motivated by jealousy and bitterness. Like she can even say, yeah. you know, fuck you, Henry, you know, I mean, Greg told me about what you did, where you did, you know, he, he tried to help you and yes. you, you, you know, you didn't appreciate it and you just threw it back in his face and blah, blah, blah. And Greg's just like, yep, yep yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> get out, now get out of here, asshole. Before I release, yeah, beat it, release the hounds. Little uh, so Mr. Mr. Burns reference there for you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's every maniacal rich guy all rolled into one. All right, so we're still under an hour and I think we nailed this. I think we did. Uh, so let me let's do a quick recap. Yes. So we meet this guy Henry, who is a struggling actor. Uh, he finds a wallet on the street. Uh, he finds that it belongs to a man named Greg. He goes to return it to him, only to discover that Greg is in fact a loaded rich guy. Uh, Greg is very appreciative of the uh, the gesture and decides to help out. Henry in a very unassuming way buys him some headshots. Oh, headshots turns into you know paying for uh, acting lessons or what what have you. He starts helping him multiple ways and actually changing Greg's life and almost taking ownership of it in a weird and strange way. Um, now Greg has a lot of power over Henry and it starts to show in in a weird and abusive relationship type way. Um, it all comes to a head and Henry's ready to kind of hit the road and realize okay this was bad news, but uh, but. Uh, Greg offers up the the golden goose and says, "Listen, man, you're talented. I think you I think you can go places. So let's make uh, an amazing short film and show your chops." Uh, they get on set. They start to do it. Things start to go awry. Greg fires a director and becomes the director and really starts to take control of Henry in in new and uh, terrifying ways. Um, and and it all leads to revealing this short film that in turn is actually brilliant. Turns out Greg's a brilliant director. It's very clear that he's made Henry's performance amazing. 
Henry is over the moon. He can't believe that all this stuff that he had to go through to get to this point, but ultimately it's paying off. Here it is. I'm a great actor. This guy's a great director. I guess this is going to work. Holy shit. Except for Greg pulls it all out from him on purpose. He's done this the whole time to string him along in this sick little game that he likes to play where he builds somebody up only to crush them. Yes. He manages to crush Henry all the way back to obscurity. Henry is not even an actor anymore. He's so beaten down. He's just some dude now. Um, and he, he goes one one day to hang out with his uh, his acting buddies, and he hears that his friend Patricia is being funded by this uh, this this hot new director producer named Greg, and uh, he he realizes that cycle is coming again. He confronts Greg. Uh, Greg goes full megalomaniac on him, and and not explains, but at least uh, shows his true colors. That yes, he indeed is a psychopath who is trying to fuck with people in, a, in strange and terrible ways. Uh, unbeknownst to him, uh, Henry is recording the whole thing, but Patricia barges in and, and lets Henry have it. Henry, you're a jealous, failed actor. Greg is a good guy. You're a shitty guy. Greg comes out smelling like roses. He thinks everything's all good. Cut to a few months later at a big film festival. Everyone's excited about this film. Patricia gets on stage and she intros that, hey, this film is about to come out and yes, I'm the star, but really the true star of this film is is my man Greg here, the director, the producer, the writer. He's he's everything and really this is all about him. Roll tape of footage that, that Henry taped of Greg confessing all of his his weird psychopathic tendencies. Now it's being shown to the world and Greg is canceled. Done. And then... Damn, we're good. But then there's someone in the audience who's like, eh, but he's a good director. Yeah. I was saying Boo Earns. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's fantastic. I mean, that's it, actually it, a good one. I don't want to get political, but if, if Polanski can still have a career, then... Christ almighty. Greg can probably still have a career after that, if he's probably. that good. Probably. If he is that good, probably. But, I mean, this is... I think the difference is that everyone gets to see Greg's true colors. Right. Well, he, no, they're not, it's not something that's talked about. No, it's no, like I know. right there. No one can, tru- no one can trust, trust to work with him, so... Because they don't know exactly, what's yeah. wrong with him, so there you go. It ruins him. Everybody gets... God damn, I like this one. It is good. It's really good. Because we're geniuses. Yeah, it's this... We are really good. I like this one. We'll put this... Nobody write this. This is ours now. This is... Every every one of these podcasts is WGA registered. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's copywritten because it's in a tangible medium right now. So. That's right. That's how That's the right. law so, works. So, don't try to Greg us. Yeah, don't Greg us, guys. <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean, honestly, Henry could have avoided all this mess if he would have just gone to Screen Playground and got his his notes yeah. at ScreenPlayground.com. With Greg's money. Yeah, use Greg's money wisely. Go to ScreenPlayground.com to get your script notes from real professionals, because everybody needs notes, and that's the place to go. And while you're there, listen to a podcast or two, because we're pretty good at that as well, as evidenced just now. Yeah. I mean, what more proof do you need of, of our, our storytelling acumen than yeah, any, any number of these podcasts where we break a story in under an hour? Yeah, I'm going to Netflix with my Jedi Weed podcast. <laughs> you guys can have and that one. Showing them. <laughs> 
Yeah, Netflix, take it. It's that's, yours. That's our gift to you, uh, Scream Playground What If listeners. Take the Jedi weed story and, and run with it. Good luck. <laughs> All right, there well, is, folks. reach out to us. Let us know what you think of the podcast, what, what you want to see. Tell us how brilliant we are. We like that. On the social medias, I'm at SpillBagVice on the Twitters and the Instagrams, and you... Our director, Patrick, on the Twitter and the Instagrams. Yay! Bye! This is where the outro music Please subscribe to the Screen Playground podcast on iTunes. Give it a five-star rating if you enjoyed it, and leave it a good review. You can also find it on many other podcast apps and on ScreenPlayground.com. <laughs>